Jack and Jill have returned from whence they came, so it's time for Jack and Josh to sigh and go, That's my boy. This is Truly Happily Madison. Hit the theme! Oh, hello. Hey. Oh, cheeky Josh Pepperdine. Oh, it's you, Mr. Jackman. Oh, Huge Jackman. Ah, sneaking into my recording studio after dark. Very sneaky, sir. Mm. Yes, from Mr. Deeds. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when we talked about Mr. Deeds? No, I don't. (laughs) I barely remember what we did last week. We didn't do anything last week. No, technically we did. Technically we did. Technically last week we talked about a motion picture called Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. It's true. Went up the hill and then Al Pacino was there too. Wonderful stuff. It's weird they didn't like try and play into like any sort of like Jack and Jill nursery rhyme type stuff in the marketing for that movie. Yeah. Too obvious, isn't it? Too obvious, yeah. Too obvious. It's it's far better just to have a release date of all ones. (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean, these eldritch ruins? Runes? Runes. Ancient runes. Ruins. Like, ruins my day. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that a lot. More like, instead of Jack and Jill, more like... Shit. (laughs) Yeah? Josh, did did you know... That mm. Jack and Jill is considered to be one of the worst movies ever made. I did. I think I was made aware of that from W-Rated. Did you also know mm. that another Adam Sandler film is considered to be one of the worst films ever made? I did not. What film is that, Jack? Well, before I tell you, <laughs> let me just tell you this. Mm. Each week, your hosts Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. <laughs> and what a day it is! What a day it is! Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! Yeah. <laughs> that's from a movie. That is um, a movie. Uh, no, oh. uh, the other uh, Adam Sandler film, Happy <laughs> Madison film, that is considered to be one of the one of the worst films ever made. Not well, it, one of the many actually, but w- the one that I think is on the list that really doesn't deserve to be on the list is uh, mm. "That's My Boy." That's my boy. That's my boy. Is, when are we going to talk about that film? Is what we're talking about today. Shit. It is um, on uh, Wikipedia's list of list of films <laughs> that are considered to be the worst ever made. Along with, in a in a free part segment, which goes from Bucky Larson to Jack and Jill to That's My Boy. Who no, the fuck are they to judge? No mention of grown-ups. James Whale. His name's not James Whale. What's his name? James Whale, who directed um, uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the Jimmy Whale is that his name? The Wikipedia man who begs for money. I've no clue. Come on, I don't listeners. Give him any money. What's the name of the Whale Man from Wikipedia? He he comes up at the top of the screen. He begs for money. 
Yeah, maybe that's his problem. He keeps screaming into the void at a pitch that we can't possibly comprehend. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, people who are begging for money that often can't possibly have movie opinions, can they? Uh, I guess not. There we go. <laughs> settled. Debate <laughs> settled. I guess not. Rich people shouldn't have opinions. Josh Pappenheim's view of the week. Yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, um, yes, this is considered to be one of the worst films ever made. And I will spend the next four hours of this podcast <laughs> no. uh, explaining why it is not. Um, oh, yeah, tell me about the mise en scene for the scene where Andy Samberg fucks a mannequin. <laughs> A very good scene. A very good scene! A very good scene. Oh. <laughs> um, Josh, we're talking about that's my boy. Do you have some Ooh. sort of IMDb-based plot synopsis? I do. Oh, I, thank God. I really do. Um, it's not that comprehensive, but I'm sure we'll get into it and point out the salient points that were missed. But for now, while still in his teens, Donnie... Adam Sandler fathered son Todd, Andy Sandberg, and raised him alone until Todd's 18th birthday. Now, after years apart, Donnie suddenly shows up uninvited on the eve of Todd's wedding. Donnie tries desperately to reconnect with Todd and is forced to deal with the results of his bad parenting skills. <laughs> Written by Official Sight. Nice. <laughs> You can tell it's the official site one versus the one above that's even shorter from the IMDb editors because that one doesn't have the brackets showing which character is played by who. Aha. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Lovely. <I> love copy. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, that was very nice and succinct. <laughs> it's pretty succinct. I mean, as I said, I think it misses out some very major plot points. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Um, would you like some stats on this uh, motion picture? fucking love some stats. <laughs> so this is uh, directed by a newcomer to Happy Madison movies. This isn't a Dugan joint. <gasps> this is Sean Anders. Who is that? Sean Anders. I don't know if I can say Sean Anders is good. <laughs> okay. Sean Anders has a mix of uh, work that some of which I like and some of which I do not like. Um, this is Sean Anders' third film after directing an uh, indie comedy that I don't think is actually released anywhere called Never Been Thawed. Is that um, like Never Been Kissed but... With ice. Ice? I don't know. Um, in 2008, he directed a movie that I went to see instead of going to school, Sex Drive. <laughs> that is such a Sex Drive thing of you to do. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't want to go to school. I want Amish fucker do. Seth Green, baby. That's you. Um, do you remember Sex Drive? Well, clearly you do. You mentioned the Amish thing. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't watch it. I just remember mm -hmm. the trailer. But I think I have it also confused with Without a Paddle. That's a different movie, but they both different have movie. Seth Green. But That's Seth Green's it. a smaller role in Sex Drive mm. and a lead role in Without a Paddle. Mm, that'll be it. So yes, he then went on to direct That's My Boy, and then since then, has sort of <laughs> found his way. He directed Horrible Bosses Two. Mm. Daddy's Home mm. Daddy's Home 2 mm. and then goes on to direct a movie that I really like called Instant Family yes the um, Mark so, Wahlberg Roseburn yeah sweet family comedy but he's also like known for he, he's a writer he worked on um, 
She's Out of My League. That, Jay, that's a film. Jay Baruchel. Yes. Alice Eve. He uh, wrote Hot Tub Time Machine. Horrible. He wrote the beloved Mr. Popper's Penguins. Oh, the Poppy Pen. Your favourite film. <laughs> My favourite film. He wrote uh, We're the Millers. No regrets. All right, joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, he wrote uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. Which I, I, is a horrible movie. Um, good, good. And then, yeah, he's a, he's a guy. He's in the comedy world. <laughs> This is his only collaboration with Happy Madison. This is kind of like a lot of people's only collaboration with Happy Madison. Yeah, it really is. We'll <laughs> um, mm-hmm. get into like, so the cast. We've got Adam Sandler mm. as, uh, as Donnie Berger. Mm. Uh, Andy Samberg. This is uh, his first time in the Happy Madison realm. Only lead time. Is he in it again? He's a cameo in Grown Ups too, I believe. Oh, that's possible. I think he's mm. in the trailer. Mm. Uh, Leeton Meester? Yes. <laughs> From Gossip Girl. From Gossip Girl, XOXO. <laughs> uh, Milo Ventimiglia? Yeah. This is us himself. He's <laughs> fucking here, Mr. Dad. Big Boy Dad. He's here. He's, he's not, bi- he's not Big Boy Dad in this one. What the fuck? What? Oh, somehow I managed to trigger Siri... And so I wasn't allowed to hear what you were saying. I'm going to send you what it recorded. (laughs) (laughs) It was perfect time. So, dear listeners, (laughs) Josh's Siri recorded him saying, he's here, he's going to fuck you up with his abs. And Siri, of course, responded with, I won't respond to that. I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. Fuck's yep. sake. Yeah, Milo Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia. Rocky's son himself. Uh, and another person, first time in the uh, Happy Madison world, but not his last, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Uh, it's a fucking stacked cast. It is ridiculous. Like, the people I've left off the, the top billings, insane. <laughs> but we'll get to them. Yeah. Uh, this was released on the 15th of June, 2012. Um, mm. <laughs> you look suspicious. No, it's just like, when is that? Oh, we're coming up to this. Will be out around the anniversary. How exciting! Yeah, it will be. That's very oh. ten years since that's my ten, boy. Ten years of that's my boy. Delighting cultures across now? the world. Yeah. Um, this was made on a budget of seventy million dollars. Fuck off <laughs> again. And this is one of the very rare times. Mm. that a Happy Madison movie does not recoup its budget. <gasps> what? <laughs> this is one of the very rare times, um, as this movie only made $36.9 million in the US. Ooh, God. With an extra $20.7 million internationally. Mm. For a total of... What are we looking at? Like 60-something? 50-something? It's like $57 million. There we go. It made less money than Little Nicky, uh, that's really which sad. was Sandler's biggest flop to date. And that was ten years before. Yeah, twelve years. Twelve years. Shit. Yeah, he hadn't had a flop in twelve years, and <laughs> that's more. Now, I do wonder: is this sort of Jack and Jill backlash? Oh, one hundred percent. When was Jack and Jill? February? No, it was uh, November. The year before. 11, oh, 11, November. 11. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Wow, <laughs> they really didn't have a film for that long. Well, for six months. Oh yes, this is 2012. Yeah. I've got all of this wrong. Yes, it's the <laughs> nine-year anniversary since that's no. What year are we in? What are you talking about, Josh? Yeah, it's the nine-year anniversary of that's my boy. <laughs> it was seven months since fucking Jack and Jill came out. I'm so confused. Okay, yes, good, good. Sorry, I forgot what year it was. <laughs> fucking time traveler. I think it's. Be- I tell you what it is. I think it's because. Because this so came the, out in June, and you were like, oh, June. <laughs> well, no, it's that. But also, I feel like the last few films we've done have all had a kind of, like, two-month, three-month change. Well, like, like, yeah, they, in 2011, how many films did uh, like they bring 12. out? Just Go, A Bit, Zookeeper, Bucky Larson, and Jack and Jill. So four movies yeah. in 2011. Yeah, one per, one per queue. Hit all <laughs> yeah. the quadrants. He's only got two movies for 2012. Yeah, but what movies they are. I mean, yeah, to be honest. <laughs> it's a good year. That's my boy, and here comes the boom. Mm. 2012. Could this be the year for Happy Madison? <laughs> so might be. Is this, this is the weird peak. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't you know, 999, I tell you that much. Nope. Um, oh, so this God. opened at number four at the box office. Number four. Behind Madagascar 3 in its mm. second week. Prometheus what? in its second week. Ooh. Rock of Ages in its first week. So, and uh, so double Will Forte action that weekend at the uh, um, box office. Is he Rocky Ages? He's Rocky Ages. <laughs> he's he's like literally not got a part in that movie. He's in it, oh. but he's just like like he's on a news screen every now and then. Right. Um, and this opened ahead of Snow White and the Huntsman in its third week. Snow White and the Huntsman wonderful i do want like if you do look at that 2011 list of happy madison movies all films that i think are and 2010 in fact because you go back to grown-ups you know <laughs> grown-ups just go with it zookeeper bucky larson and jack and jill yeah you wouldn't go see that's my boy no you 100 <laughs> percent have been burned six times or five however many you just counted off and at the same time that's gr- that's that's really upsetting because Jack, because that's my boy, is quite good. Oh, Jack. It's quite good. Even is... though it has a Rotten Tomato score of 20%. Do you agree with that? No. What would you give it? I would probably go as high as 60. You know what, Jack? Yeah? I'm right fucking there with you because this is a great film! This is a great I mean, not film? Not a great film. Not a great no. film. Uh, it's a passable, but quite funny in points... I'm going to put it out there. I think this is the funniest film we've covered that stars Adam Sandler. Um, No, but (laughs) it's up there. It is. (laughs) It's up there. It's also the first film we've talked about in like a month that has a plot. Yeah, this one really does have a fucking plot, right? Like <laughs> My complaint for like all the past few movies have just been like, they're so aimless. They're such an excuse for Adam Sarna to go on holiday. Mm. I mean, one... he does get a holiday in this one, but at least there's like I mean, a reason. And not really. Like it's 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 on location. Like it's as much a holiday as any film is. Like uh, <laughs> The Departed didn't look that fun. No, I guess not. But you, you know, know, it's like it's just in a big house, isn't it? It's not like he's going to Hawaii or on a cruise. No. Or to a water park with his friends. No, that's true, I suppose. It, uh, 
What does he get to do? He gets to go to a bowling alley? He goes alley. to a strip club. Goes to a strip club, yes. Strip club, goes to a spa. Um, uh. <laughs> other comedies from 2011, quickly. Mm. We had, um, 2012. Pro- 2012, apologies, apologies. The Still, year the world ended. It, indeed. Um, but 2012, the movie came out in 2009. So what a fucking joke. <laughs> it was a prediction. They couldn't release in 2012. What if the world ended? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, they needed to make the money back first? Yeah. <laughs> so really enjoy those last three years. Uh, tw- comedies from 2012. You've got Project X. Do you remember Project X? I feel like I remember having a DVD of it for some reason. Oh, because the agency we worked for did the social for it, or did the PR for it. I am not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Project X was like found footage party movie. It was was basically based on that kid from Australia. Yeah, the Australian kid. Who who had the party, who was like, screw it, best party ever. Fucks up my house, whatever. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Was that a comedy? Well, Project X? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What did you think it was? I don't know, a gritty <laughs> a gritty, gritty crime thriller drama. about a guy who just wants to have a party. <laughs> um, also out, uh, The Watch. Do you remember oh, The Watch? Is that the Richard Iwadi one? Yeah, and Ben Stiller, and Jonah Hill, and Vince Vaughn. Weird. Another Weird. summer comedy that really didn't do well. I think maybe people were just over comedy. This might be the year that killed comedy. You know what it is? What? It's because it's the greatest year. It's it's the greatest year. A minute ago year. it was the year that the world ended. Well, yeah, but do you remember what happened? So everyone, listeners, I'll take That's you That's right, to the Avengers came out. No, everyone was terrified about what was going to happen in 2012. They were thinking, is this it? Have I wasted my life? Relatable. But then something happened. About? Something happened in the summer, Jack. Something happened in the summer around Don't the world. Oh uh, yeah, the London Olympics. The London Olympics, Jack. The greatest, the greatest team. Our greatest year. Our, the best time to be in Britain. And my dad had heart surgery. Oh. <laughs> oh well, I'm sure. Did... <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I just want to talk about the Olympic opening ceremony. Mr. Bean was there. Mr. Bean was there. That was great. Kenneth Branagh was there instead of Mark Rylance. That was brilliant. Um, other stuff happened. There's the one. Can I? Can I, can I um, after my dad had heart surgery, <laughs> yeah. um, he came home and uh, he wasn't feeling well, so he had to call the ambulance. Oh. But it was during uh, the same day as the uh, the Olympic uh, bike race. <gasps> oh, that's all um, around you, isn't it? Yeah. And so oh. we were in the ambulance, and the ambulance got stopped because the cyclists were coming. And I was like, what if this is an emergency? Why are we waiting <laughs> for the fucking, for fucking Bradley Wiggins to go by? Yeah, but imagine if, I, I don't know if Bradley Wiggins did get a cold for that. I can't remember anymore. But I don't know if he, if he was even racing, but you know what? He was. Well, we'll just, yeah. Well, My it, dad could just, have it's, died It's just good Olympics. it all worked out. It all worked out that your dad didn't die and is fine. My dad should have got an Olympic fucking medal. (laughs) He should. He should. Um, All right. Well, God bless. I'm glad everything worked out. Well, Forte was also in the watch. (laughs) Fucking hell. Well, Forte got around in 2012. Um, I love Will Forte. Uh, Yeah, he's all right. I think, yeah, I think I remember this time of being like, who the fuck is that guy in something that I can't remember? And then noticing him everywhere. Yeah, I mean, this is like very sort of like 
peak rise of Andy Samberg, Will Forte. Yeah. I feel like Kristen Wiig was sort of making a big name for herself at this time as well. Yeah. So, like, 2009 to 2012. Yeah, sort of post-dick in a box. Yeah. All that. This is when I'm transitioning from SNL to other stuff. Real. Real yeah. life. Not shit. Um, you also had Wonderlust, The Guilt Trip, uh, and This Means War. All movies that bombed, actually. I don't remember any of them. The Guilt Trip is Barbara Streisand and uh, Seth Rogen. In oh, that one. Good God. movie. Good movie. Is it? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, Wonderlust is the David Wayne movie with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston going to live in a commune. Cool. Which is quite fun. Yeah. And This Means War is genuinely terrible. Is it Chris Pine? Chris Pine and Tom Hardy mm. are secret agents who are fighting over Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> God. Horrible. I'll tell you what, had a, had, if I had to choose any of those movies to watch again, I'd probably pick Wonderlust because I haven't seen it in a while. But that's my boy. <laughs> if I'd be second. Yeah? And I just watched it last night. I mean, I haven't watched any of them. But I think I would also choose to watch That's My Boy again. <laughs> would I feel what... good about myself afterwards? No. But would I have a good time during it? Mostly. Uh, this movie. This movie. This. That's my boy. That's my fucking boy. One thing else I just want to say on this box office, because I do think it's wild that this is like the only Sandler flop in so long. Mm. After making a lot of very bad movies. Yeah. It's one of the few where there's not there is a romantic angle, but not really. Yeah. So you don't have like a, a, a sort of a big female lead in this movie. Not that you do in most of them, but you don't have like like Katie Holmes or yeah, you don't Kate have your Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, or Jennifer Aniston is a good shout. Um, also, Andy Samberg. I um I now I don't know because Palm Springs didn't open in cinemas, mm. but he is uh, got a pretty terrible time at the box office. Is he? Um, as uh, Hot Rod is not that big a film at the box office. Yeah. Oh, neither's Pop Star, is it? Pop Star did really badly, mm. and that's my boy. And I just wonder if uh, he's a little bit of box office poison. Yeah, like the hotel. His animated movies do well. Hotel Transylvania, obviously, he's reuniting with Alan Sandler, and is sort of again brought into the Happy Madison world. There, Um, is it just his demographic? I'm not sure. So I like Andy Samberg quite a bit. Yeah, but I don't think you're his core demo. Am I not? I would say like 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 comedy nerds aren't his core demo. No, I don't think I don't think comedy nerds are. I think I feel like he is a big comedy nerd himself. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Obviously, that's true. But what I'm saying is, I think his core demo it are streamers. Yeah, and I think that's how, like, that's how he made his. That's how he became who he is. Is people watching SNL clips for free on YouTube or whatever, and then he's in a few films, but I think they're kind of like, uh, and then. Then you get Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I think people are far more like his people are the ones who will sit and watch episode after episode after episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Will they that. necessarily go out and buy a cinema ticket to watch him? I don't think so, but I think they'll happily wait for it to come onto a streaming service. Yeah, I feel and then like like watch the fuck out of it. Popstar obviously has had life after 
cinema, so is Hot Rod. Though I've actually never been able to get on board with Hot, Hot Rod, really. I love Hot Rod. <laughs> it's no, so I've, good. I've never finished it. Have you not? No, oh, there's no purer plot the in the world. There's no purer plot. He just wants to punch his dad. <laughs> I get it. It's so good! I feel like it's something I have to watch with someone else. Yeah, maybe. But I do like uh, Popstar quite a bit. Popstar's um, incredible. I love it. And, and, but again, and... didn't go see it at cinemas. I waited until it was streaming. And then I was like, I'll watch it. It didn't have a big cinema release over here, to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I didn't go see That's My Boy at cinema. No. Well, and no you know did. what? I feel like I, I wish I did. <laughs> well, you would have been out there banging the drum, being like, you need to go see this film. Like, Vanilla Ice pisses on himself at one point and calls himself a motherfucking fountain. Yeah. It's good stuff. So I, um... I have a read on this movie. <gasps> read, 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 read. I think this movie may be Adam Sandler's reaction to funny people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, explain. That, so, Donnie Berger. Donnie, Donnie Berger. Donnie Berger is Adam Sandler. Yes. Todd, aka Han Solo Burger, mm-hmm. is also Adam Sandler. But oh yeah, oh, right. Adam, yeah, Ad- Adam Sandler in Funny People, Punch Drunk Love, soon to be the Cobbler. <laughs> oh shit! A guy pretending to be something that he's not. Very clever, very charming, yeah, yeah. but not quite as comfortable as he could be. Yes, 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 yes. And Donnie Bugs comes yeah. in. Shows him how much fun the world of Just Go With It, Jack yeah. and Jill, uh, any sort of ridiculous comedy, like, puts the middle finger to rain over me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, Leeton Meester is, like, supposed to be the the agent. <laughs> like, Adam Sandler's agent. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Who uh, Who wants him to do these big dramatic movies but yes, yes, donnie yes. berg is like no way man no way buddy we're gonna go I'm, have fun i'm the fuck man can we talk about as well how we feeling on adam Zana's voice in this one? Oh, fucking horrible obviously like as soon as he showed up and started doing that hi how's it going like the the little nicky bullshit like just screaming but like a more aggressive little nicky josh i love you know? his voice in this movie I mean, yeah, it's good, I but it's still horrible. I laughed so much at his voice in this movie. Did you? The first line is just like, oh, I've been, I've got to lose, I've got to go to jail. What do you mean I haven't paid my tax? Just... <laughs> it's such God, a it's bad true. Boston accent. It's extremely terrible. <laughs> I just want to circle back to your, to your theory. Yeah. Because I was listening to you describe what you think this film is about. Yeah. And I agree. Good. I agree. I think that is what it is. It's the two sides of his psyche battling for his very soul. And in the end, he goes with just go with it. But you know what film you've just described there? Jack and Jill? No. <laughs> what film have I just... This is a film that's come up many, many times. But Adam Sandler just can't stop remaking. Fight Club. And that's Fight Club. <laughs> you've just written Fight Club again. They've just written Fight Club once again. They can't stop. It's almost like any film about duality. 
It's just Fight Club. It's just Fight <laughs> it's Club. Fight Club, or it's Harvey, or it's North. Oh. Or, or what is it? Is North, is North about duality? I don't know. It's got a rabbit man in it. <laughs> it's, so that's the Harvey connection. It's Bruce Willis. I just noticed um, who shot this movie. This was uh, shot Ooh. by um, Beatro. Uh, also known as uh, Brandon Trost, uh, brother of Jason Trost. Those names ring a bell. Um, they came to prominence with the movie The FP. Do you remember The, the FP? Free Press. Yes, The Free Press. No, The FP was like a sort of post-apocalyptic movie in which the only, um, uh, like, instead of, like, rollable or some sort of murder spot. The only uh, thing that was prized was Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> okay. That sounds quite good. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, um, Brandon Trust and Jason Trust directed that. And Bra- uh, Brandon Trust has sort of become quite, like, the go-to guy to shoot comedies now. Yeah, like, I was just looking at his IMDb. Yeah, he's, got, he's, wow. he's made a great career for himself. Wow, the disaster artist. Pop star, never stop, never stopping. Diary of a Teenage Girl looks great. Um, I haven't got there. Oh. MacGruber. MacGruber's fucking great. I've never seen it. I hear it's good. MacGruber is good. Mm. Yeah, and he did loads uh, of other he's stuff. Got, he's got Dear Evan Hansen coming out later this year. Wow. Sonic okay. the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. The Sesame Street movie. What? I didn't even know about that. With Anne, uh, is it Anne Hathaway is going to be in it? Anne Hathaway? Yeah. And Bo Burnham and Chance the Rapper all together. <laughs> Finally. Oh, actually, Bo Burnham's just rumoured. Oh. You heard it here first, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not first if it's been rumoured on IMDb. No, we broke the story. We broke Jack. the story. We did yeah. it. Um, yeah, we, uh, we mentioned earlier, this is a weird one. This is a weird one because it has a lot of weird people who I, I don't think you'd really expect to be in this movie. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, very curious, like, what happened when James Kahn sat down to re- read the script? <laughs> I think he sat down, he read the script, uh, then he looked at his bank balance and went, I have to do this. I'm very curious what happened when mother and daughter, Eva Amari Martino and Susan Sarandon sat down and decided, let's play the same character. Are different- they related? <laughs> mum and daughter. No! Because I looked at it. Like, so, the, yeah, so, listeners, one part of the story that wasn't really covered by the synopsis is that the whole central thing that happens at the beginning of this film is that Adam Sandler, as a teenage boy, had an affair with his teacher. Yes. That is the end. I can't believe child. we haven't actually mentioned that yet. But yes, that is the opening uh, flashback sequence of this movie. Yeah, he's like 14, he makes a pass at his teacher, and his teacher's like, yes, I will take you in the back and fuck you. And then Eva Amari, her performance as uh, Mrs. McGar- Miss McGarrickle... Miss McGarrickle. ...is wild. <laughs> like, imagine <laughs> signing on to play that role. Yeah. The woman who wants to, like, who has to, like, convincingly sell that she wants to fuck this kid. She bag a child. <laughs> I, yeah. I, my first big laugh in the movie is when <laughs> young Donnie Berger is like 
having his bar mitzvah and it cuts to Eva Romari just doing the blowjob singing face mm. while he's mm. doing it and the priest the, not the priest the rabbi points to himself to indicate that oh, that might yeah. be fair yeah. yeah I laughed yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't laugh at that bit, but that's not to say sorry. I didn't laugh in that in that montage <laughs> it's um yeah the performance from Eva Amari I'm just like and then the fact that her mum Susan Sarandon, Academy yeah. Award-winning <laughs> actress. Susan um, I'm going to say award-winning. She's definitely. Uh, yeah, um, she has an Academy Award. Um, uh, Academy Award-winning actress Susan Sarandon mm. playing playing her playing her daughter, but older. I mean, to be honest, when it had the reveal, because obviously it only really shows her as a young woman played by the daughter. It takes for, about an for hour like, for the character to come back into the movie. If that, I think it might be longer. Might be. I think it might be a full 90. Something like that. But anyway, yeah, they go and visit her in prison and then it's like a big reveal that it's Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon looking great. Look, yeah, <laughs> looking great in prison overalls. <laughs> but like, yeah, I had no idea they were related. So I was just like, that is good casting. She looks so... <laughs> like, they cast that young one really well to look like Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like a moron. I want to know what point the like Susan and Eva sit down and they're like reading the script and they're like, this would be a great project for us. Yeah, we should for, both try and fuck for this kid. Us to play predators. <sighs> but no, you see, you say predators, Jack, but according to this film, it's fine because it's every boy's teenage it's every teenage boy's fantasy that everyone uniformly has across the film. And whenever anyone goes like, oh, that was really bad, they go like, fuck you. <laughs> like, get a life. Are you telling me you didn't want yeah, to Yeah, because this teacher? is back to like Donnie Berger being uh, Adam Sandler. When anyone, Legend. someone tells him that like oh, one right. of his bad <laughs> movies are bad, he's like, yeah, well, fuck you, you know, I no, do it. I've had a pretty great time. Um, yeah, that's true. Fuck. It all comes together. <laughs> so he's saying that his films are just like fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, this movie oh. doesn't get made with a, a woman in the lead, right? Like that, the, you switch those gender roles around and... Uh... Uh, no, it would have to be a sort of portrait of a lady on fire. Or what's it? <laughs> the other one. I mean, it's arguably like... What's the SNL sketch? The SNL sketch is like poorly lit lesbian drama. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. It has to be that. Am- Ammonite. You can't... <laughs> yeah, Ammonite. Yeah, you can't have... You can't have an older man teacher in yeah. this rock because it's, it's very bad. No. It's and very bad the way it is. It's very bad the way it is. It's wild when you actually think <laughs> about it that this movie got made. <laughs> yeah. Um, different time, Jack. Different nine time. Nine years ago. Nine years ago. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Also, so this is uh, the one comedy I left off the 2012 list. Uh, Ted came out this year. Mm. Ted deals with a very similar premise about someone who gets famous in the 80s and has yeah. and then has sort of like residual of learning to sort of live without that fame in modern day. Mm. Weirdly, like this, that's the weird sort of running subplot of this movie is because Donnie had sex with his teacher, which resulted in a child and the teacher going to jail, and him being law ordered, court ordered, court ordered to look after to, this child, to look after the child when he turns eighteen. Yeah. Um, 
to punish him? I'm not entirely sure. He became, like, world famous. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's every boy's fantasy, Jack. Well, it is this weird sort of, I think, comment on, like, the people who became famous in the 80s. Like, people who, like, who... Who else have you got? Eddie the Eagle? Well, there was a sort of, like... And it's commented in the sense that, like, uh, they do the sort of made-for-TV movie of Donnie Berger starring yeah. Alan Zeering. Like... Like the guy from Mask. I think it's more trashy than that. Like, mm. it, like I think in the 80s there was a sort of obsession with, like, recreating trashy stories in television movies. Like, yeah. um, like before Law and Order came in and became, like, ripped from the headlines TV, people just wanted, like, yeah. that sort of, like, scummy... They wanted the scandal, yeah. Jack. Like, um, what's that movie that Jessica Chastain's doing now? Where she plays like the eighties televangelist. Um, oh, I don't know. Um, let me just get the title. Um, Jim Jones. Um, the eyes of Tammy Faye. So oh. like, yeah, she's playing um, Tammy Faye Baker, Baker, and Andrew Garfield's playing Jim Baker. And again, like, they feel like sort of similar like eighties icons. That yeah, I mean, the eighties feels like a dirty decade in general. Well, I mean, so did the 70s. I feel like... The but the 70s, 70s had a... The 70s is a very dirty decade, but the 70s almost had, had a bit more art to its dirt. Yeah, I know. But yeah, yes. It, it was more respected more folky. dirt. Like, 80s just kind of like just cheap. like cocaine and neon. Yeah. Yeah, I can see what you mean. <laughs> um, it's just fucking White Snake or whatever and all the shit music yes. that they love in these films. <laughs> Good soundtrack. Um, oh, yeah, probably is. Uh, oh no, it isn't because no. I got really upset at the beginning when it does the Unterkleben, Glauben, Globen, and it's not the Offspring. But did you um, like the uh, Ice Ice Baby is in there? Yeah, obviously. I also um, like the Vanilla Ice Ice yes. Baby is in it. Vanilla Ice as well. I think is like a comment on like these weird people who became famous. It, it's very much there's this weird underlying theme of fleeting fame in this movie. Mm. Do you think this is a better like version of um, Dickie Roberts? Well, I mean, better than Dickie Roberts, for sure. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> but, like, thematically, I think there's something there. Yeah. I mean, I think this movie probably works without Donnie being, like, a child celebrity as well. Uh, yeah, but then you don't get the plot of him being a child celebrity, burning through all his money, and then needing to pay a tax bill. I mean, you can just have different reason that he needs money. Yeah, but then you've got to have Vanilla Ice in there. How's he going to know Vanilla Ice if he's not famous? Uh, well, you don't need to have Vanilla Ice in there. <laughs> the other thing is, I what I enjoyed about this is that this is, again, I know we have, we, we have had these films in the past, but it, it feels like they're few and far between. This is a film where not everyone hates the main character instantly. It's also one where not everyone loves him instantly. It's a but it, but no but it's a nice balance. Yeah, they don't love him, but they all come round to him. Yeah, you know, and a lot of the reason might be that he was a celebrity. Yeah, true. But you can tell, yeah. like Leeton Meester does not like Donnie. Well, we know where that is, Jack, don't we? Do we? Because she's a oh, damn two timer. But that doesn't mean Jack. she doesn't have to like him. Yeah, it does. Because if she doesn't like him, then she's a bad person. <laughs> it just true. proves it that way, you know. Um. Anyone who doesn't like him is bad. I mean, most people kind of like him in this movie. Tony Orlando loves him. 
Yeah, they all love him. This is what I'm saying. Apart from Lee. Todd. Well, t- Todd, oh. Todd, is, Todd has some reckoning to do with his past, like Adam Sandler does. does. Um, but yeah, having said that, I do like that that everyone hates Todd. <laughs> like, literally everyone hates Todd, because he's fucking shit. <laughs> it, it is good. It is good. And it's when Todd so starts important. to lighten up, you start to like Todd. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but at the beginning, he's just like wimpy and shit. It's you know? like, yeah, it's like Adam Sandler in uh, Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> Maybe it's, yeah, I think it can be that. Maybe it's also a metaphor for mental illness. I don't know, <laughs> mental health issues. I also think there's a, there's a sort of, this is also Adam Sandler's love letter to the losers. Like, this is a very yeah. much a movie that's like middle finger up to like the rich people of the world. Like him, like him, but like, <laughs> but like, like you know, like Tony Orlando, like Leighton Meester, like the snobs, the upper classes. It's the, yeah, it's the snobby boys. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. This is um, the wasps. And I mean, like this movie ends on like the fat guy winning the Boston Marathon. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, right. which is a great ending. <laughs> it's very good. At the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Donnie is, is, Donnie is advised to put a $20 bet on an 8,000 to 1 overweight <laughs> runner in the Boston Marathon to win the marathon. Not even to finish, yeah. to win. To win. Um, and like nearly two hours later, that joke comes back. It's great. It's a great layaway and payoff. It's not, even, it's not even like, you know, one of those things where it's like the best time to bring back a joke is when the audience has almost forgotten about it because the audience forgets about that joke as soon as it's done (laughs) (laughs) like you really have to like stretch to the realm the back realms of your mind to remind yourself that like oh yeah there was a joke about an overweight man winning the boston marathon at the beginning of this movie it's literally like one of the first i guess there's the whole um prequel sequence yeah but it's the first joke when you have Adam Sandler as an adult with his scary-looking accountant. He is terrifying. <laughs> Very white teeth. Is he an account? He's like a. He's like one of those Lionel Hutz law people. <laughs> I feel there's a sign on his wall that's like lawyer, no, no fee. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know what I mean. They're law not quite people. lawyers. They're like hucksters. <laughs> that's not what they're called. They're sh- shysters. Whatever they are, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. So They're not lawyers. So, anyway, like we should probably get a bit more into the plot of this movie. Um, should we? Yeah. I, mean, I can just go on saying that it's good. Well, like, so, so, so because we but it's the first time in so long just that we've had a plot to discuss. Oh, we've had a plot, that's true. Um, so, Sandler has, owes all this money to the IRS because he doesn't understand how to pay his taxes. How taxes work, yeah. Um, uh And he gets the idea to go to a TV, sort of like a Geraldo, Jerry Springer-style TV host, yeah, to do a reunion with him, Miss McGarrickle, and his son, and he'll get $50,000 for doing that. Yeah. Um, this is also backed up by his strip club friends, who are, <laughs> who are his buds, um, including Champagne, played by uh, Lunel from Borat. Oh, that's who that is. Um, Sierra? Kira. Is it, it's not Kira? I, I was... No, because on the... in the, It's the same Sierra, right? 
the from the singing. Yes. Yeah, she sings Sierra all the time. Mm. Or is it Kiara? See, I think it's Sierra. Sierra. Um, Lunel has one of my big uh, laughs in this movie. When? <laughs> when? Because <laughs> this is not just a strip club they're in. It's also a strip club that serves breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, her daughter, played by uh, Sierra, <laughs> um, yes. asks her if she wants to have oh. breakfast. And she goes, just give it to me now while I'm performing and eats breakfast while hanging upside down on a stripper pole. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment being where she pours orange juice just onto her face. You know what? Dude. I laughed at that. <laughs> I had a big laugh that at that. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Played really well. Played really like like it, it doesn't draw good. attention to itself. Mm. It is all extremely good. <laughs> I will give it that. So um, Sandler decides to uh, hit up his son, who he's lost touch with, uh, who he named Han Solo, but um, but has changed his name to Todd, Todd Peterson. <laughs> like um, two, two different dick names, right? I guess. Do you call your... I guess Peter, but you wouldn't call it Peterson. Do you call your dick Todd? No, but it's like, it sounds like Todger. I think that's where I'm getting at. Okay. You know, I think this is a Todd. stretch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe. But also, I think the people at home, they know what I'm saying. Todd. Yeah, sure. Peterson. Uh, Todd yeah, is getting married to Jamie, um, who's played by yeah. Lisa Meester, and her family have arrived for the wedding. He's been telling people that his dad is dead. who He died in an explosion. Explosion. Um, but the family, you've got Blake Clark back as, uh, as Jamie's dad. Megan... I'm really glad I got to see his naked chest again. <laughs> Megan Fay as, as her mum, uh, but insanely committed performance from Milo Ventimiglia <laughs> as Chad, her younger brother. I am going to say, I think, I think Chad is responsible for like ninety percent of my laughs in this film. <laughs> He's so fucking good. Like every line delivery, every like not even just line delivery, just like how he re- how he reacts. <laughs> To, uh, to anyone else doing anything like in the background he is just insanely good so chad is um a military man he is a military <laughs> or at least man. he's uh, uh he's portrayed to be, to be what a military man. man he um he is very like strict no nonsense um only with Todd. Only with Todd. <laughs> with, with, with Donnie, he's fine. With Donnie, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like, he's just so sort of like, like he's like playing oh. it so like Ali Ermy style. Like he looks like he's yeah. going to kill someone at any moment in this movie. He looks so unhinged. He's so good. Like I think, I think this was one of the first times he's on screen, and. He says, like, so how did you get into hedgehogs? And he's like, and Todd is like, oh, it's actually hedge funds. And he just, like, <laughs> like fucking planes over to him. He's just like, you think you're better than me? <laughs> Incredible! That was, like, a huge laugh for me. Ama- amazing. I just like the introduction of him when uh, Andy Samberg salutes him. And he and Chad lists off. He asks, oh, are you, uh, are you a military man? Oh, yeah. No, maybe. <laughs> no. Uh, Marine, no, and it goes through all this sort of things. Then you will respect me and give me a handshake and not a salute as if you were one of our troops. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and yeah, Donnie comes in later, gives him a salute, and Chad is like so happy to give him a salute back. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's or like there's that bit where he's just staring at him sitting down, and then he stands up and just has a really cute little smile. There's a little, there's a little salute, or the bit where Donnie shows up and they talk about how Todd and Donnie met, and it's the fucking insane burrito train tracks. So yeah, he drops. So Donnie's reason. Donnie, Todd can't think up a reason why he would know Donnie. <laughs> Donnie is saying that he's he's uh, Todd's oldest friend. So yeah, Donnie comes up. <laughs> Donny comes up with that Todd dropped a burrito <laughs> on the subway track and went down to get it. Donny went in and threw him out of the way of a, of a moving train, but didn't get out of the way in time and had to yeah. suck in his abs. And when the train went by, it ripped off his shirt. And all these women <laughs> saw him with his amazing. <laughs> And I just like that every time this story is told, the only question is just, why did you go and pick up that burrito? Wouldn't it be dirty? It's not just that. The question that made me do a huge belly laugh was, yeah, like Chad's sitting there, he listens, he's smiling all the way through his story, and then he just turns and screams, why wouldn't you just get another burrito, Todd? <laughs> Incredible. Like... This man is at the top of his fucking game in this I film. do really wish Milo Ventimiglia did more comedy, but probably Same. after the response of this film, this film that's being called, like, the worst film of all time and massive bomb at the box office, like, yeah. Milo is probably like, well, I guess comedy isn't my forte. I'll leave it to Will Forte, thank you. Very good. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, I forgot to mention oh, wow. that uh, uh, Sandler runs into Vanilla Ice uh, around this time uh, at yeah. the TV station, and Vanilla Ice is very bad. <laughs> I mm, I think he's fine. He's doing fine for playing Vanilla Ice. Mm, I think he's quite you know, bad at playing Vanilla Ice. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fine. We also forgot to mention one of my favourite things in this movie. <laughs> Is yeah. when uh, Donnie meets uh, Tony Orlando, who plays uh, Todd's boss. Um, yes. Uh, and he introduces himself with a "What's up?" which then causes everyone at the party to do the Hackney 1999 "What's up?" It can't but be that old, can it? It is. It started in 1999, bro. Shit. Um, Fuck. Well, that's another Fight Club. <laughs> Thing, yeah, isn't it? 1999. <laughs> no, but also that Happy Madison started in 1999. I guess. And that's a reference to something that happened in 1999. And so your Sandler split personality thing. <laughs> I guess. You know? Yes. It's all feeding in. It's um, all feeding in, man. It all works. I really like the shot of the maid and butler where they, they do a crash zoom to them at the top of the house just going, that's what's nice. up? That's very good. I also like that one of the moments of racism I noticed in this movie yeah. in which uh, Jamie's mum makes a, a, a stereotypical reference to Asians being good with math, good at math yeah. um, but at least it had a sort of revenge moment in which the two Asian characters were just like we're going to spit in our food and just like um, at, least, at least they were like, weren't going to stand for it in this one at least this wasn't just yeah. like Baiting. It's not good that she says it, <laughs> it's not but good, I like no. that like attention is brought to the fact that it's not good that she says it, 
which yeah. is different from yeah. most of the movies that we cover in which people say bad things and we're just sort of left on that. But, yeah, they just sort of smile and nod. At least someone bit. in this movie points out that that is inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. But is that have cake and eat it? It is in a way, but I do think it's slightly better than yeah, just maybe. not doing it. The joke is more on her for being awful than the joke is on them, I think. Maybe. I just... It would be better if there just wasn't... No. Wasn't but again, it's uh, it's Sandler sticking it to these rich fat cats. These snobs. I guess, I guess that's true. It could be that. <laughs> Sandler, man of the people. It re- yeah, I can see that. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, because gosh. Josh, you know what? We can't deny that racism exists in the world. No, we no no we can't we can't deny that. And these no, characters are probably racist. Yeah. <laughs> so really, so really, if they it's a, if they didn't put the racism in, then it would be sort of white saviorism. Yeah, we wouldn't believe it. Yeah, we wouldn't possibly believe it. We'd yeah, the, <laughs> we'd lose our zone of distrust or zone of whatever it is. So in fact, suspension of disbelief. It is probably the most honest moment of the film. Ah, yes, this is a sort of Ken Loachian, <laughs> this is a Mike Lee aspect. <laughs> they sort of sat in a room. There was no plot, and they went and sat in a room and worked on these characters for months, and this was the film they came up with. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It is good! <laughs> it's better than Secrets and Lies. <laughs> yes, we're like, we're like a, a family member who you wouldn't expect to show up. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Thematically linked. <laughs> Um, I like, and it's pointed out in the film, but I noticed it before they pointed out that Donnie is dressed like Han Solo. Yeah, that was nice. And he nice. shows up. How, spoilers for the end of the film, how early did you get that Leighton Meester and Milo Ventimiglia were fucking? So I've seen this movie before, so oh. I know. <laughs> I don't think I knew until it gets to the end of the movie the first time I watched it. Really? Yeah. I got it the second he showed up. <laughs> the, the second he showed up and he walks through the door and they have like a brother-sister moment. I was like, that's... They're too close. <laughs> they're do, like they're stroking each other in a weird way. And yet, like, my notes straight one after the other are just like, oh my god, Milo Ventimiglia? <laughs> and then, oh wait, are Milo and Sandberg's fiancé banging? Incest? Can I, can I say, again, just another mo- moment of Sandler, like, sticking it to old Whitey. <laughs> Like, just being like, all these fucking inbred, <laughs> upper-class white pieces of shit. No wonder Sandler's usual audience didn't go see this, because that's them. This is a film that holds up the mirror to them. It's true. Wild plot point to have in this movie, to just go to incest. Do you think? I mean... Yeah. I'm the wrong person to talk, because I saw it straight away. No, but like, wild but... to that's like in a mainstream movie. Like, like, yeah. like, they were just like, how can we, um, how can we, how can we get them out of this? How can we get like Todd to break up with Jamie? I know she's, <laughs> she's fucking her brother. She's fucking her brother. And I like yeah. that her, her Reese, like, and again, the fact that like Leeton Meester read the script and signed on to it, like, yeah, I'll play the girl who fucks her brother. Yeah, um, I mean, and the same not? for like Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> like, what the fuck else is he doing at this time? Like, Heroes. Like, Heroes is probably. Around now, isn't it? It's probably wrapping yeah. up. That's a big six-ish. That's maybe? a big show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do like the moment where Lisa Meester whispers to Todd what 
what she's done and he doesn't have a big reaction and oh, Adam yeah. and was like you didn't tell him I know yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell him <laughs> and then he so she does tell him in a whisper he just yells you're fucking your brother yeah it's so good <laughs> this is another difference in this movie for other Happy Madison movies or at least a Happy Madison movie starring Adam Sandler this is his first R-rated movie in a very long time is it? yeah oh I guess so well you do see a full on erection at one point. Yeah, and it's got a lot Adam more Adam Sandler's F- full on erection. It's got a lot more F bombs and a lot more like actual like acts of sex on screen. Yeah. You've got the scene where Adam Sandler vigorously masturbates over the picture of the grandma. <laughs> Peggy and Stewart. A load of tissues everywhere. Peggy Stewart is fucking game in this movie. You know, like she she's is a, she's DTF. She, she's down to funny. She's d- um, she, she, the fact that, like, you know, that she... That was the horny alarm. <laughs> that was the horny alarm. There's the horny horn. Um, she's just, like, <laughs> she's so happy to make, like, all these weird sex jokes in this movie. And, yeah. <laughs> like, the, like, her character is, has sex with both Adam Sandler and Vanilla Ice in this movie. It's, very, it's a very <laughs> sex-positive movie. It really is. Like, just have sex with who you want. Like, be it the old grandma, be it your brother. <laughs> who are be we it, to judge be, be it, it your teacher. teacher be it a young child that you teach everyone just can have sex with who they want and it's fine <laughs> what a message to show in this movie it's very good and yet I do love this movie mm. <laughs> um, love love love. <laughs> I love this movie no, I don't love it but I do like it <laughs> I do like it because again even though it has stuff that I don't really morally agree with, I think that's mm. kind of why I like it. Because it goes to places that I don't think I would have expected it to go. Yeah, I can see that. And also, you know, I'm I'm sick of the wokerati thought police telling me what I can and cannot find funny. And I'm, I'm glad that this film, for nine years ago, to possibly ten, depending on who you listen to, I'm glad that it's taken a stance against this... Uh, this absolute, this Maoist regime of uh, smile deniers. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> no, I don't no, it's, no, I, I don't think but, it is that. I just, I just do like that. It is just sort of like anything is game in this movie. Yeah, like apart from not making racist jokes. Yes, but again, <laughs> again, as I said. They exist, man. Yeah. They exist. Yeah, 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 and, yeah they do. And, they do. Uh, they do. They and do. that woman definitely seems like a racist type. Yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, this true. is this is the this is the Eat the Rich of Adam Sandler. This is the Eat movie. the Rich film. Yeah. They did it. <laughs> it doesn't show wasps in the best that's life. That's my boy. Way. More like that's my Slavoj Zizek. Um, shall we get on to stuff that I, shall we get on to stuff that I didn't like? Oh yeah, go on. Um, I uh, I didn't like the bachelor party. Um, to begin with, I didn't like that Donnie <laughs> was so anti spa. What? Because all you want is a spa. I it's just I didn't like. It became just very overly macho. And Donnie seems to be the type of guy who I think could make the best out of any situation. Um. I mean, uh, I can kind of see what you're saying. Like, what? What? To be honest, I think from his perspective, he is trying to make the best out of a bad situation by I, either getting I feel them he could to have stop. Had fun. 
But he's trying to have fun all the way through because he's trying to get hand jobs. That's true. You know, he is he is doing what you're saying. He'd just rather that he was in a place that he knew he was going to get hand jobs rather than somewhere he'd have to ask. I think I just felt bad for Anna Gasteyer, who plays the woman who runs the spa. She, she is so good in this. She's very good, but I just didn't like that it ended on her a joke about her yeah. just like wanting to fuck Adam Sandler. Yeah. And I, I was that. like, oh, but Anna Gasteyer is so wonderful. Yeah, um, don't worry, she's coming back. I did like... Um, once they leave the spa and go to the strip club, um, one of my big laughs in the film is comes from Will Forte when he announces that he's only seen three vaginas in his life: his wife's, his daughter's, and his aunt's. Once on the back of a tandem bike. Yeah, it's good. Did you not laugh at that? No, it's <laughs> just a very nice line. Yeah, no, that is quite nice. I also forgot to mention with the grandma after. Sandler has spent the night masturbating to her. She comes in to pick up all the tissues, and Todd is, oh no, he's got a cold. He's got a terrible head cold. And then the grandma just has the line of, well, if he's under the weather, perhaps he shouldn't masturbate so much. Yeah, Which again, made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> so like, the, like when uh, she pulls off the tissue off her picture, and it's got a little just a crusted tissue on her, her picture left, and he just goes, oh, it's left a little beard. It's nice, that. <laughs> it is nice! <laughs> Made me laugh. It's good. Um, I think, did I laugh at anything in there? I do. You know what? I did laugh at Anna Gestar screaming at Sandler, and then the swerve of wanting to fuck him. See, you and I. But are I think that people. was no, you no, and no, I are different people. We are not the same. But that laugh wasn't. That wasn't me laughing like you're with Todd the joke. Peterson. I'm Donny Burger. No, I think it's the other way around because I'm laughing at things that are specifically about Donny Burger. Nah, I'm laughing yeah. about his masturbation. Yeah, I guess that's true. But um, <laughs> you're laughing no, about someone talking about him. I wasn't. <laughs> that's true. I wasn't laughing at that line. I was laughing at like, of course they went there. Mm. Um, but no, my two. I did have two laughs in that scene. Like the bit where Sandberg and Sandler go to see Vanilla Ice, Uncle Vanny. <laughs> like that. Sand, Sandberg had no idea that it was Vanilla Ice. Crying. Yeah, I know. He's like, Uncle Vanny was Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Incredible. But then they're like, oh, you know, your nugget pocket. And they start putting chicken nuggets in his pocket. Nugget and then pocket he's like, is good. No, I'm not nugget pocket. No. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So you're laughing at Todd now. Off. You're not laughing at Donnie. Yeah, that's because he's letting up. <laughs> and then later on, when he's really hungry, he's got a little nugget in his pocket. Yeah, Donnie's like, check your pocket. He's like, oh, a treasure. <laughs> Incredible. Sandbag's fun. Um, he is good. Did you... He's good, but only when he, like you said, he's good, but only when he lightens up. Do you like um, the scene with James Khan as the Irish priest? Well, punching. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think like it's it? fine. Do you like it when Sandberg says your breath smells like farts? <laughs> and he's like, I need to show you something <laughs> in the garden. Yeah, and then beats the shit out of him. You find out that he was a wrestler who became a priest because he murdered someone in the ring. And I was yeah. like, I don't know how that logic tracks. Yeah, I do, I do like at the end though when the priest comes back and knocks out Chad, <laughs> and Sandler just goes to him, "Father, take the collar off. This life isn't for you." And he just yes. does. <laughs> it's like no. Yeah, that is quite good. I did. I mean, you know me, I'm a child, and I enjoy any form of physical comedy. 
I did really like it every time someone got knocked out with a bottle. <laughs> I thought it was very good. I do the the running joke of Sandler always having a beer on him at all times is 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 one that just kept making me smile. You know, it's like, quite nice. Like the way he just is delicious and, medicine. And then at one point, he's it's at the end when Chad is running for him and he's given the bottle to Han Solo. <laughs> And he's looking and he doesn't have one. And that's when James Kahn swoops in and saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Is it Academy Award winner, James Kahn? Maybe. I mean, he goes on and he does that. What's that other film? There's one where he's like a granddad who's helping his grandson sort crime. What is that film called? What are you talking about? What is it that called? film where a granddad helps his gra- undercover grandpa. Is... Um, yes, that could be it. Canadian action comedy film directed by Eric Canule. Yes, that one. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've watched the first half hour of that. Oh, oh truly horrible. With um the mum from Arrested Development. Oh yeah. I don't R. think R. she's shown up at the point. Yeah, rip, rip, rip for a real one. Tell you what, James Khan is uh, low key great in uh the, as the dad in the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movies. Mmm. Haven't watched those in a long time, but I remember them being nice. They're very nice. Will Forte mm. again. And Andy Sandberg. Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> James Caan in this, though, just very strange presence to have in the film. Yeah. <laughs> again, like, like, it's weird as well that he's like in the, the next film after Al Pacino who did one. Like, just getting the cast of The Godfather, Godfather. together. Yeah. Look how they massacred my boy. Would have been good if Marlon Brando and Sandler would have been great together. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that set being nice. Um, oh god! At this point is where I stopped taking notes because I was sort of just like I was just enjoying the movie too much to take notes anymore. Wait, when what? You stopped at James Khan? No, like I stopped around like the the bachelor party. Oh, but that's not. That's quite far through. Like halfway through, I'd imagine. Nah. Like, because you've then got like after the bachelor party, you've got um, Donny and Han Solo sort of reconciled. Um, Todd mm. decides to go to the prison to see his mum, without realizing that Sandler's had this uh, TV crew sent there. Sandler yes. freaks out, rushes to uh, the the prison, and is caught on TV with his son for all the money. Um, he rejects the money. Uh, well, no, he's not offered the money. I know. But he said he wouldn't take it anyway. Yeah, but it's, it's easy to say that now. <clears throat> he takes some different money. It, well, I think at the time, I, I believe that Donnie wouldn't have taken that money because he and Todd have had that nice reconciliation. I like that, you know, he had that book that he put out that's like... Um, oh, Han Solo, wherever you are. Yeah, please come back, I miss I you. Miss you. Sweet, you know, he clearly loves his son. And this is a story about a father who loves his boy. Well, right. Yes, Jack. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, to build on your theory, he's wondering when he's going to get his next his next good role. Maybe. You know? Because he's like, he, he's lost touch with good, good Todd. <laughs> With good Han Solo. There's only three years post Funny People. But he wants him to come back. He's he's sad after Grown Ups and after Jack and Jill. He wants he wants his prestige back, but instead he corrupts his prestige. 
I mean, it's like gets it. it's like. Do you, do you remember Monkey Bone? Do you ever see Monkey Bone? No, I've heard of it. Is it Brendan Fraser? It's Brendan Fraser, directed by Henry Selick. Um, mm. He creates this character called Monkey Bone, and uh, the end, like that's that's like two sides of the same coin, really. Um, right. And Whoopi Goldberg is the god of death puts monkey bone back into brendan fraser's head and it's like i think right. you need him i think you're a little bit vanilla without him you need and, monkey bone you need monkey bone and and donny burger is the brendan fraser to todd peterson's monkey bone or whatever yeah i get what <laughs> you, you mean. need both of them to to be a fully functioning person yeah or it's like the mask <laughs> mm. did you think at one point when Will Forte had the green face mask on at the spa. I was like, he looks like the mask. <laughs> yes. yes, I do. Yes. I say, oh, None of the other ones movie. looked the, like the mask, but Will Forte looked like the mask. He looks like the mask. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Blake Clark did not look like the mask. No. So I'm curious, what was... Um... He always looks like a hobbit. So the film... I guess the, if it was... Adam Sandler reaching out for good roles again. Two years later, he does do Men, Women, and Children and The Cobbler. Not good films, but Attempt. s- attempts at serious roles. But yeah. then, but then next year he's back to uh, Grown Ups Two playing Lenny Fader. Of course he is. Of course he the is. return of the fade. The fade. The fade. Who mind? <laughs> um. At the end, yeah, we've said that Sandler discovers the incest between. <laughs> Between well, Jamie and Chad, and Chad, and uh, she offers him money to not tell Todd. He takes it, but then reconsiders, rips it up, rips it up, and uh, and confesses to Todd that he needs to ask his wife what she's up to, and uh, and it all works out happy. It's all very nice. At the end, it's implied that. Andy Samberg and Sierra have a relationship. That is crazy. <laughs> like they're just like we don't know how to end this. So like oh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess they're fucking now. Oh uh, well, you got to set something up for that's my boy too. <laughs> that's um, my boys. That's my that's boys. my grand boy. That's, that's my that's my other boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that could be so. Um, like you find out that Sandler had sex with another teacher. Oh shit! And she had a baby, but he never knew. Um, and it's played by Andy Samberg in, Again. in drag. Oh, that would be very good. Jack, Jack <gasps> and then it could be a crossover with Jack and Jill, yeah. yeah. And we could finally get David Spade's return as Monica. <laughs> uh, I don't want it. Um, yeah, well, I don't have that much more to say. But I, I know why. All... Like, I, the thing is, like, it's, I, uh, this is just one of these movies that I just found enjoyable. It was just it, nice. It was easy. To, I was I was smiling through most of it. I um, I went with it. I followed it. I uh, I wasn't like distracted through it. I wasn't bored. I just just perfect five star movie really. <laughs> five now. <laughs> perfect fifty star movie. I think I gave it two, maybe two and a half. Just it's because better of some that. questionable things. But also, it is funny. I mean, sorry, you know, Josh, as... is your life not questionable? Do you not find questionable things in real life? Of course it is, but I don't have. I don't. My life isn't five star. It's probably around two, two and a half. This is a representation of the real world. And... Yeah, which is also a two to two and a half star experience. 
fuck off. <laughs> Come on. Would you give would you give real life higher? Yeah. I love What would life. you give it? Life's a five star ride, baby. Nah. It's two and a half. You win some, you lose some. It's, That's halfway. It's a roller coaster, up and down and over the you sides. Just go ride it. I love it. That's <laughs> Um, oh, you know what we haven't mentioned? Is there an angry animal attack in the movie? No, there isn't. I don't think there is. No. They've really um, died down on those. They have. Maybe they got complaints. Well, they did in uh, Zookeeper. Oh, yeah, true. So, yeah, maybe Ooh. they're done. <laughs> no, we of course haven't touched upon the Shackalooniverse. This is a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sequel! We're finally figuring out what happened to Dr. Shackaloo. So last we met with Dr. Shackaloo, he was living with Dante, Peter Dante's character from Grandma's Boy. Yeah. And that was just sort of it, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and in this <laughs> one, he's brought back. Yeah. But you know what, Jack? What? He's not the only character that's brought back from Grandma's Boy. Who else is brought back? You've already mentioned him. It's not the same character. It is, apparently. He doesn't play... He, his character in Grandma's Boy is called Dante. His character in this is called Dante. I don't think that's true. That is true. His character is Dante. He's playing the same character, man. I thought he was playing the same character he played in... um. <laughs> All the other films no, he's called in, Dante. in Mr. Deeds, because he's wearing the same hat that he wears in Mr. Deeds. Why if they're all the same guy? I mean, it's Why if they're all just Dante? Um, yeah, his name is Dante Spiru. Because, well, yes, he's the son of Steve Spiru. Um, I mean, I'm just going on what IMDb trivia is saying. Well, Steve Spiru found that is, is, um, is Tony Orlando's character, the boss. Yes. Yes, and, yeah, because uh, yeah, he keeps talking about his son who's a fucking druggy washout. Yeah. Who knew it was Grandma Boy's Dante? So do you think he brought Shackaloo with him? Yeah, man. They reference Shackaloo quite a bit in this movie. They do. They keep talking about him. Because they bring him in to replace James Khan after he punches out Todd. <laughs> Even though, like, James Khan just still shows up at the wedding anyway. <laughs> I do like that bit. I think that's very priestly of him. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of obsessed with the idea that they would bring back of all characters these two from the from the movie that nobody has seen. I guess maybe that's what they thought. It's like no one has seen it. We've got these characters that we thought were gold. I mean, Doctor Sh- no one saw it. Would you say Doctor Shackaloo is one of your favorite characters in the um No. Uh... <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I think Doctor Shackaloo is one of Sandler's favorite characters. Do you think so? Why uh, yeah. is he only in like two movies? I don't know. <laughs> it's like the two movies he's in as well are like the Lois Crossing Happy Master. Yeah. <laughs> People just hate Shackaloo. I mean, I hate Shackaloo. So, Dr. Shackaloo is portrayed by Abadule Ngom. Mm. And I want to give you his little bio. Oh, yeah. He was trained as an actor at the College of Marin under the renowned James Dunn. And then studied at the Michael Chekhov Studio in New York City, the American Conservatory Theatre in San Francisco, the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts, 
the Conservatoire National Supérieur d'Arts Dramatique in Paris, France. Please, I can't, I can't France, keep going. This is so heartbreaking. Titro il in Rome, Italy. He is fluent in six languages, including no! Mandarin Chinese. No! Dr. Shakaloon. He is uh, best known for his recurring role of Nescobar Aloplop on the television series My Name is Al. Oh, God. And for starring as Warden Wilson Mutua, who presents and narrates the ride Kilimanjaro Safari at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is actually a pretty badass ride. Yeah, I mean, fine. But, you know, you go to, like, what, ten acting schools? He's been to, like, all the best acting schools in the world. I mean, I guess he didn't go to Juilliard. He didn't go to Juilliard, but whatever. Unlike Fuck, man. Imagine that. Oh, horrible. <laughs> He's done all that just to play Dr. Shackaloo twice. Christ. And to voice a theme park ride. Oh, he's in it as well. Cool. In video. Um, I just saw something very interesting about this script. Yes. Did you see who helped uh, on rewrites? <laughs> Could it be uh, Alan Cover? No. Oh, this one, I think, might blow your fucking mind. So, so Noah Baumbach. No. It won't blow your mind. Okay. Adam Sandler. Tick. Mind blown! Tim Hurley. Again, Tick. mind blown. Robert Schmeigel. Mm-hmm. Tick. David Wayne. Second mention on the podcast this week. And Ken Marino. You know what? I can see it. I can see it because yeah. I do think the weirder one. I can see Wayne being in there being like, yeah, we should make them be. We like, should make them fuck their brother and yeah, sister. Like, I can see him being like, like that's a, that feels like something that could appear in Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, I mean, to be like the Chad character, I can feel that. Like, it feels like a Ken Marino character. <laughs> yeah. So. I love David Wayne. Um, I mean, I love Wet Hot American Summer. I think, it's incredible. I think, yeah, Wet Hot is great. I really like um, They Came Together. Uh, yeah. I like Wanderlust. Yeah. Uh, David Wayne, good guy. Solid good guy. Uh, the, the State. Do you ever watch The State? No. That was his, like, comedy troupe sketch show that was on MTV in the 90s. Mm. It's really good. It's him, like, Ken Marino, Joe LaTrulio, like, all, like, mm. and, like, like Tom Lennon and Robert Ben Garant, like... Really funny shit. <laughs> yeah. Watch the state. <laughs> I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I guess I don't have too much else to say on this one. I just kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's I, nice I think it's one of the better movies we've covered, which is damning it with faint praise. Wait, what? What? One more. Are you going through trivia. IMDb trivia and you're yeah. coming, coming across some good stuff, are you? I've coming across some crazy shit. The screenplay for this film was featured in the 2009 Blacklist. Yeah. This I did know. What the fuck? Because it was originally written as, like, I Hate My Dad. I think was the original title for it. Oh, so it was... Was it more from Todd's perspective? I'm not sure if it was from Todd's perspective, but it was, um, you know, it was more... I, I, I imagine... I can see this like being like a script that people take notice of good for Ken because it is very strange. Yeah, true. Like I don't think it was in the same style that it was presented to us at the end. I don't think Doctor Shackaloo was in the original script. <laughs> no, I was, or maybe it what? Maybe it's like yeah, maybe it's a fan film. 
of Grandma's Boy. It's like it's like what Fifty Shades of Grey was to Twilight. It's so much better than Grandma's Boy. I mean, well, maybe some people say Fifty Shades of Grey is way better than Twilight. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've seen both. Uh, both are have interesting things in their own way. Hmm. Would you would you eat a, a place called Donny Burger? I think so. I mean, I ate it. I ate it. A Donny's Burger in Boston. I ate it. Wahlburgers. Do- yeah. Are you sad? Have we talked about the one in London closing? Oh, well, it's gone, yeah. <laughs> I never even got to go. It was go. here for like less than a year. I know. I went they once. Are horrible. I had the Sloppy Joe. Mm. It was great. <laughs> RIP, rip. Pull one out in peace, Donnie and Mark. Yeah, and Mark. the original film's title was I Hate You, Dad, and it was later changed to Donnie's Boy before settling on the title of That's My Boy. Hmm. Um, also, oh, shit. did you see that it was originally rated NC-17 by the MPAA? I did see that, yeah. Wow. Like, what, where's that unrated what cut? I know, <laughs> oh, well, what I... This is just us talking about <laughs> trivia now. Um, the thing I saw was, like, the f- the film was later re-rated on appeal, so I guess they didn't make any cuts? I think they must have made some cut. Do you think? I would imagine that was part of the appeal. Maybe. Who knows? I was thinking it's weird that Susan Sarandon, and this is in the, the I thought about this while watching, but it's in the trivia as well. Um, she later went on to play uh, um, the teacher in Ferdy Rock who had had uh, illicit relationship with Frank. <laughs> so Sarandon's really like gunning for like underage romance. And she just wants to be milf. I mean, she. Milf I I think Susan Sarandon is a beautiful woman. Is with extraordinary eyes. She does, doesn't she? She does. You know what she's great in? James and the Giant Peach. She plays the spider. She's the spider. Yeah. yeah. That's the sexiest spider I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I would never fucking have a spider. It's good to know, buddy. Do you want to talk about the awards? Yeah, I'd love to. So. This didn't do that well. Come on, what? Season. This, um, Why not? It's another one that just seemed to. So, Alliance of Women Film Journalists gave it the Hall of Shame Award. Oh yeah. Did they pop up before? They have popped up a few times before now. Yeah. Um, it was up against what other terrible things came out? Playing for Keeps. That's the movie in which Gerard Butler is a footballer who becomes like a coach for kids. Oh shit, that film. Um, I haven't seen it, but I feel like I can remember the poster. I think it's like from the director of The Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, (laughs) Um, And The Dictator, which is another movie that I kind of like. Yeah, I remember that being alright. Anna Faris. Anna Faris. Gotta win. A joy. Always. It was nominated for Worst Movie of the Year at the Golden Schmoes Award. Brilliant. Which has come up before as well. Which uh, was up against... I'm really slow at doing this today. (laughs) It's fine. We've been off for, what, two weeks? It's not fine, Josh. Um, It lost... Give yourself a break. It lost to The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, which I would argue is a good movie. 
Um, yeah. It's also up against Battleship, which I haven't seen. Mm. Uh, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance, which I haven't mm. seen, and Piranha Free Double D, which is a terrible yeah. movie. Wonderful. It should have won. <laughs> um, Houston Film Critics Society Awards uh, gave it worst picture. Mm. I mean, I find it wild to think like we listed off those comedies earlier. They were worse. Some of them were worse than this. They were worse. I think it again. It comes down to that whole like the the moral repugnance of this film. Yeah, it's for some. I, I mean, it goes back to what I know. It's our one of our least listened to episodes, and probably the one. Don't that, say that. Anyway, um, it goes back to the Goldbergs thing. That's not one of our least listened to episodes. Is it not? That's quite high up. Oh shit, alright. Well, it goes back to one of our most listened to episodes about the Goldbergs where I made the argument that the Goldbergs is is pure sin by virtue of it just being a complete nothing show. Hmm. Which is what a lot of those other comedies from 2012 sound like. They they sound like complete yeah. non-entities where like it's, like it's like farting. Like, it's enjoyable at the time and then it's gone. Whereas I don't think this is a fart from... with the smell that lingers. Yeah, exactly. It's it keeps giving. This could be a shot, you know. It has an impact upon your life. Mm. It changes how you live. Um... As I say, the worst picture noms at Houston Film Critics Society are. So that's my boy wins. Also up against Anna Karenina, <laughs> Battleship, Prometheus, uh, and uh... the Three Stooges. Mm. See, Three Stooges, Three Stooges has got to be worse. Sure, Three Stooges are kind of funny. Is it? Yeah. If just for like the old timey humor of it all. Yeah. Yeah. But all of these are better than the watch. Or this yeah. means war. Yeah. But you know. Or battleship probably. Kind of want to watch battleship. Same. Yeah. Maybe next week. Do <laughs> an episode of battleship. You just fuck it up. Um. At the yeah. uh. At, guess what. Oklahoma Film Critics Circle Awards. Hmm? Uh, it wins the obviously worst film award. Oh, what? <laughs> Not it, Nothing else even nominated. God damn it. Just like, this one is obviously the worst film. These people don't know what the fuck they've got going on. Like, they don't know how lucky they are to be watching this. But don't Three want... weeks ago, we were watching, what? Dickie Rock? No, not Dickie Rock. Bucky Larson? <laughs> yeah. Um, don't weeks worry. before that we were watching Grandma's Boy like, they don't know what we've been through and what it is like to find a joyful experience Josh don't worry because <gasps> some people know Oh my god! do you know who knows? kids? the teens the kids, teens? kids can't watch this movie the teens they know what's going on of course it, uh, it is nominated for choice, mo- choice summer movie comedy Yay. or musical does it win? It does not. Oh. It is nominated fuck. against Madagascar Free, Europe's Most Wanted, mm. Rock of Ages, mm. Ted, but the winner, mm. which is a film that I have seen and do enjoy, Katy Perry, Part of Me. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I guess it's on brand for the teens. For the teens. Plus, it would be irresponsible to show this to teens. Yes, it's, I feel. It's quite possible. This is also nominated for Choice Summer Movie Star Female. For Leeton Mister. For Leeton Mister. Leeton, Le- yep. Um, she doesn't win. She's just happy oh. to be nominated, to be honest. Yeah, that's nice. Um, people remember her name. She is nominated against Scarlett Johansson for Avengers Assemble. 
Charlie's Ferron for Snow White and the Huntsman and Prometheus. And Prometheus. Yeah. Uh, Emma Stone for The Amazing Spider-Man. Also, if you're going to put a worst film of the year in there, put Amazing Spider-Man. in there. Um, but she loses to Kristen Stewart for Snow White and the Huntsman. Leighton Meester didn't really stand a chance in this category. Absolutely. Kristen Stewart, ScarJo, Charlie's Veron, and Emma Stone. Sorry, sorry, Leets. She's the fifth woman. But it could have been an upset. Could have been. It wasn't. It could. Wasn't. Could and have been. this is also nominated for Choice Summer Movie Star Male. <gasps> for... Adam Sandler. Fuck yeah. Nominated against... Robert Downey Jr. for Avengers Assemble. Mm. Andrew Garfield for The the Amazing Spider-Man. Will Smythe for Man in Black Fry. (laughs) Bud Lozes to Chris Hemsworth for Avengers Assemble and Snow White and the Huntsman. That is very good. (laughs) Very wonderful choice of actors there. Will Smythe for Man in Black Fry would have been my choice. What accents? What accent are you doing right now? It's as good as Sandler's Boston accent. I suppose it. Yeah, but what is it aiming for? I don't know. I'm trying to do. I don't know, like Belgian. I'm sort of just uh, European man. Oh, I see. You're doing a sort of pan-European accent. Oh, I live in the mountains with a guy. <laughs> you live in the mountains, but which ones? It could be any of them. Uh, Snowdonia. You live in Snowdonia. Golly. <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'm very Welsh. um leaks that's all the awards oh, the teens knew the teens always know the children... I mean, it's either that or it's like as this podcast has gone on we have become the minds of teens because we seem to be a group well they were they were nominated that doesn't mean they didn't. They didn't have good enough sense to make it win. You know? No, they were too Maybe into we that. Maybe we still are more advanced than teens. Like I, I believe that the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Let them lead the way. Mm. It's my what a brave. It's my favorite line from School of Rock. <laughs> yeah, good film. Good film. Good film. Good film. Better than that's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> hands down, very a lot better. That's a has, three and a half, four. Has a joke about a teacher touching a child. Um, oh yeah, no, it does. Yes, yes, but, but not no, quite as no overt as this one. Yeah, hey, but I, like I said, this is sort of almost an endorsement. Josh, hello. What's up? What is up? What's up? Who's your MVP? Um, are we going to MVP, LVP? Um, yeah. My MVP is tough, because there are actually quite a few people I could pick for MVP in this one. But you know what? Yeah. Um, I'm going to be... I'm gonna, I, I know who you're going to pick, I think. I so, don't think you do. Oh, well, then, anyway, then neither of us are going to pick uh, Milo Ventimiglia. Because mm. uh, despite him being great, it's too mm. obvious. But I'm going to go for Peggy Stewart as Peggy Stew as Grandma Dolores in her final film role. It's just like it's de- it's a delightful performance. I like her talking about being a Woolworths model. 
Yeah. <laughs> you like her doing a sexy dance in her 1940s swim I gear. I do like her doing a sexy dance in her 1940s swim gear. Yeah, I just nice. think, you know, she, she gets it. And, you know, awesome. she, she lived another seven years after this movie, but she didn't do another film role because she knew <laughs> she'd reached the pinnacle. That was it. Nowhere else to go. She only had one one award in her career. She won the Golden Boot Award in 1984. Wow. What, for, for the World Cup? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wow. I'm looking at who else won it in 1984. Buddy Ebsen, Chuck Connors, Dennis Weaver. Oh, Jane I don't Russell. Know who any of these people are. Buddy Ebsen from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me that tell you about a story touchdown. called a, a man named Jed. So destitute, couldn't keep his family fed. And one day Jed was out shooting at some food, and up from the ground came a bubbling crude. Oil, that is. Black gold. <laughs> Texas tea. Now the next thing you know, oh, Jed's a millionaire. I don't know what, <laughs> no one knows what this is. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you right now, every episode of the Beverly Hillbillies, I think, is either on Amazon Prime or Pluto TV. Go watch it. It's a fucking joy. What is joy. Pluto TV? I'll talk to you about it off air. Okay. <laughs> is it a professional no, link? No time. No time. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> on my MVP. Yeah, you're, you're a... I mean, I was talking shit earlier. It's Milo Ventimiglia. <gasps> like, there's no one else it's going to be. Because there's no one. No, but there are so many good people in this. Yeah, but no one who had as much screen time and with as with such a high laugh hit rate. But you see, like, and Lunell has much less screen time, but her drinking orange juice upside down is as funny as anything else in this movie. Yeah, it's good, but it's just one laugh. Whereas Milo, it's just over and over again, and also the way he commits to his fucking role, and is also like fucking stacked and hot. And bang it. Like, it's just, he's just got something. Yeah, he's no, just yeah. so good. He's so funny. And yeah, like we were saying earlier, like, I really would love to see him do other dumb, dumb comedy roles. He's like too this. busy being everybody's dad. He's too busy being everybody's dad. But even down to bits like, wait, where is it? There's a bit where they're all shouting at Todd and then it just cuts to him. Oh, it's not even cut to him. He's just in the wide shot and he's just barking. <laughs> He's just barking at him. Do you think he enjoyed making this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Like, I it's mean, incredible. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely, like, I'd love to speak <laughs> to someone about the casting of this movie. Yeah. Just getting these people together for this fucking weird movie. It's incredible. Like, I, do, I don't think either of us even mentioned the bit where, like, um, Donnie and T Sandler and Sandberg are having a little wrestle in a side room. <laughs> no, we didn't mention this. And then... Milo walks in. Is it Milo or Milo? I think it's Milo. Milo. Milo walks in and is like, oh, what are you boys doing? They're like, we're Greco-Roman wrestling. And Milo just strips down to his tighty-whitey Y-fronts. And is like, I'll take the winner. And Sandler's like, like, okay, it's Todd. <laughs> While he's pinning Todd. While he's like pinning that. Todd, it's very good. And Todd, no, um, Chad, Milo, proceeds to get himself in the mood by first talking to his penis and then hitting himself in it it's over good. and over again. It's, it's good. good. It is again, good. This is it a is film good. that is an attack on the upper class. It's true. Um, did you know that Ventimiglia has a self-described crooked mouth? 
because he's being born with uh, damaged facial nerves, causing the left side of his mouth to remain immobile, much like actor Sylvester Stallone. I was going to say like Sylvester Stallone. Which is why he played his son in Rocky Balboa. Oh, shit. And Creed 2. Is he? Oh, he is in Creed 2, isn't he? I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was a weird, like, callback. (laughs) That is fun. Sylvester Stallone's thing was caused by, like, what are they called? Not triceps. What are they called? Biceps. Forceps. Ah. Forceps. They clamped his head and it severed a nerve. I wonder what Milo's is going to anyway. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't noticed that before, but then I did notice it in this film. But he's a fucking. He's a pretty boy, isn't he? Apparently he's back in Grown Ups (gasps) 2. Oh, yeah, he is. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yes. More. Do you want. Um, I wonder if he's just like good friends of Andy Samberg. Oh, he could be. They're both hot boys. They are. Hot boy summer. summer. Uh, So yeah, it's just Milo, isn't it? It's just Milo. Yeah, no. um, uh, Close. Uh, Do you want to know who my LVP is? I would love to. The fucking upper class, mate. Fuck (laughs) them. Fuck them. Eat the rich. Fuck you, eat the rich. Eat the rich. Fuck them. Fucking fucking each other. And uh, and making people feel awkward about themselves, yeah, and just like living in their big houses, not going to spas, not going to strip clubs, you know, fuck the fuck the upper class, Donny yeah. Burger all the way, yeah, that's my LVP. It's good, man. <laughs> uh, my LVP. I mean, I had a different LVP, and now it's the upper class. No, it's not the upper class. Because you fucking upper. love the upper class. It was originally going to be... You're fucking elitist. I do, I do. I adore them. Um, it was originally going to be David Casper slash Rachel Tenner for casting Anna Gasteyer and then not really doing anything with her character that was fun. And I thought she deserved better. But the thing is with this movie that you can't put the casting... No, because yeah, cause that's the thing. is Over the course of this conversation, it's become so clear... How the, good the cast! The is. cast is great. The cast is like the strongest part of this movie. Like they're real. Like everyone's very on the top of their game. They're very funny. Like we haven't said yeah. a lot about Leeton Meester. She's fine in the movie. She's pretty good. I like the scene where she comes home and and Todd has spunked and threw up all over her dress. What the <laughs> bit where she tastes the semen? The, the where she tastes the semen is great. She has to smell it, feel it, and taste it just to be she sure. Does. I mean, it looks, it's quite a chunky load. Especially after a full night of being sat out there. Just remember that I quite like um, Sandler's reaction to... Um, uh, oh, you find... fucked the... You fucked the mannequin! No, no, the fuck... You're finding out about the incest. And, um... <laughs> and, uh... Chad tries to make it better by saying that she also had sex with, um... Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the boss. And Sandler's goes... Chad, adultery is bad, but incest is fucked up! Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Um, so yeah, that was going to originally be my LVP, but I think I've come round to my LVP being um, an old favourite. He's come up before. Oh, is it someone we haven't talked about so far throughout this episode? But has appeared in many an Adam Sandler movie. Yes, but he's not in this film. Oh. So not Nick Swanson. Oh, no, not Nick... Actually, no, yes, it's Nick Swanson. I'm going to change it, yes. Because <laughs> Nick Swanson is the least funny part of this movie. I forgot about him. It was going to be Alan Covert for the Father Shackaloo character, 
but I've decided, yes, thank you for reminding me that Nick Swanson existed in this film. I'd 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 wiped it from my mind. I literally yeah. only remembered when I just looked at the, had a glance at the cast. Right? Was like, <laughs> you were like, oh, oh yeah, Nick Swanson's in this movie playing a fucking strip club junkie. Terrible. And also, what the fuck is it with like? Has he inherited Jonathan Loughran's like crossed eye thing? I guess so. In this film, does someone? Is it like? Is it like a dark bargain that Adam Sandler can only make films if there is someone in it who has crossed eyes? Is that it? Is it like a, an eldritch curse? I think it must be at this point. I do vaguely remember finding the moment where Lunel finds him in the locker vaguely amusing. What, when he... He's stealing well, he's, from her. Well, yeah. And then what... what did He but, throws something, he, he, she so throws he, something at him and then he, he goes off and wanks? He says something awful. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I remember. Yes. That's the highlight of his appearance in this movie. Well, the bit where he's hiding in a locker and then yeah. jumps out. And, yeah. yeah. It's not good. Good stuff. No, it's not good. We haven't mentioned as well that Jackie Sandler makes an appearance and refuses to give her husband a hand job. Yeah, because she's the fucking she's fucking Lady Macbeth, man. But is this the first time that they've interacted in a film? Well, she's supposed to marry him in Just Go with It, but they oh, don't. I suppose it, yeah, but they don't talk. They don't. And they talk. don't appear on screen together. Um, she must have interacted with him in something else. Maybe. Um, hold on. Getting getting old Jackie up. So this is this is the best film she's ever been in. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh well, I mean, she is the lead of she's the lead female role in Eight Crazy Nights. Oh yeah, so, yeah, all right, but on screen IRL. <laughs> um, she's in line for a goat ride in You Don't Mess with the Zoran. Oh, they must they must interact in bedtime stories when she's Lady Jack. I don't think they do. I think she's just like a background character. Oh. No, maybe they don't. Maybe, maybe this don't. is the first time since uh Eight Crazy Nights. Mm. I can't remember. Oh, she might interact with him in Big Daddy. I don't even remember her. In she's Big a Daddy. waitress in Big Daddy. Oh, pre- uh, maybe at Hooters or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Nick Swanson. Yeah, That's I mean, it. easy, because you fucking love the upper class. I do love Also, you know what my other LVP is? Is it racism? Well, I know you love racism, so go <laughs> on. No, well, in a way it is. In a way it is, um, my LVP is the system that holds down a classically trained black actor yeah, to true. only be able to play Dr. Shackaloo. It's so depressing, I can't even think about it. <laughs> Good God. I hope something comes right for that boy. Me too. I mean, it's not going to, though. No, this but point. a man can dream, though. Mm. A man can dream. <sighs> well, there we go. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 film. That's my boy. Uh, Jack, if people want to follow you, find you, see what you got going on, where can they do that? Oh, you know, they can find me... Uh, on the streets in the sheets um, I'm pretty popular on the new dating app Thursday yeah um, JFG and Digital 3D on I'm, Thursday on, on everything man you know Facebook Twitter Instagram Loudboxed Josh how can people find you um yeah if you want to find me on wherever I'm pretty much at Patsby everywhere at P-A-P-S-B-Y at P-A-P-S-B-Y 
That's that Papsby. It rhymes with um Body of Lies. Body of Lies. <laughs> it rhymes with Body of Lies. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. And yeah, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter or Instagram, that's at True Hat Mad. Uh True Hat Mad at T R U H A P M A T Always like that. Some hat. True Hat Mad. I can't spell no. And uh, yeah, if you want to send us an email, we love receiving emails that are fun. That's truehatmad at gmail.com. And yeah, what's the last one? Oh yeah, if you've enjoyed this episode, which I really hope you have. I hope you have. <laughs> okay, yours is a bit more forceful. I hope uh, you have. Or else. Then you can leave a review for us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast that lets you leave a review and a rating. A rating would be nice. Preferably double what I give this film, which is two and a half. So five. Five stars. Six would be stars. Lovely. Six stars, please. Oh, is that an extra one? Sure. Why not double it up and add another twelve stars? Two. Ten. <laughs> oh. Um yeah. Good stuff. This is all good stuff. Um, what are we talking about next week? Next oh, week, I know what we're talking about next week? Next week's your your film of twenty twelve. My big boy. But next week we're talking about Warrior. Warrior, here comes the Warrior, <laughs> ready or not. Do, 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 next do. week we're talking about Battleship. I thought. Battleship, here comes the Battleship, ready or not. Do 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 do. do. No, I was going to grab it if it was on my shelf, but I don't think it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Boys in the Hood. We're talking about Boys in the Hood. Ready or not. Oh, shit, there it is. Brand, boom. Brand Here comes the boom. Still in its Ready or not. Here comes the boom. Kevin James. I can't believe this is like the only the second Kevin James star. Like, oh, no, it's the third. I forgot about Zookeeper. Oh, yeah, Zookeeper. <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for you to watch it. I've seen I'm it I'm excited for us to talk about it. Oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> it's good. Fine. <laughs> This is, as we said earlier, 2012 is the best year of uh, Happy Madison. Happy Madison films. Definitely could be. Well. Well. There we go. As always. What's up?